0: Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Christina. And
1: I'm Andrea from Lacuna Coil.
0: And you're listening to the Horror
1: Cast Black Anima out now. What's up and welcome to the horror cast episode number 61. This is one of our rotten round table episodes. What we do on these episodes is we just chat about horror, horror news. Uh, it could be anything from what might be coming out, uh, to, uh, personalities in the horror, uh, realm genre. It could be, um, convention news. It can be collector's news. Whatever is happening in the world of horror uh, in the past two weeks, we will chat about it. And then we go around and we have a little roundtable discussion about what each host has been watching these last couple of weeks. So there will be no spoilers for newer movies, but if we talk about an older movie, it probably will be spoiled. Uh, I am Mark Nato, one of your hosts tonight, and I'm excited uh, because this is just the time that I get to sit around and talk horror. I just don't have many friends uh, in my uh, real physical life that want to sit around and talk about horror. They think I'm weird, and that's okay, because I am. So let's bring in uh, our co-host tonight, and we're going to start right here in my neck of the woods with Captain Creepy. What's up, Captain Creepy?
2: hello mark nato and hello other co-hosts i hope everybody's doing well yeah.
3: we
1: are we are <laughs> and then let's uh let's go to the taminator what's up taminator
3: um i'm weird too and i'm excited to get invited back for a second time it's like a streak for me and it's yeah, nice we, to meet we- you scott <laughs>
4: Well, it nice to meet you, too, Tim.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we thought we'd give you another shot. I mean, you were pretty <laughs> horrible the last time.
3: I know. I, was, I know.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And and I did watch, um, well, we'll get to it. We'll get okay, to it. I'll watch something that you, you suggested, or at least one of them so far. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if I liked it or not.
2: I know and what then, it is. Uh,
1: and then we'll well we'll bring in uh, Scott
4: Crawford from the podcast by the cemetery. What is up, Scott? Oh, not much, Mark Nato. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me back on this. I wanted to do. I won. I was bummed out. I missed uh, the last time you guys did it. Yeah, that was a, that was a big one.
1: That was. been we had a we had a very large round table. Uh, yeah. Uh, the last time, Duncan McLeish from over. Uh, um, from uh, the UK and the podcast under the stairs. That was awesome to have him on. He's going to come back on some other time, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to get, you know, people committed because everyone's got so much going on. They got their own shows. So anytime that, uh, I can get some people, I've got some people lined up, you know, uh, as we get into December and the new year and I'm excited about it. And, uh, one of these days we'll get, we'll get, uh, Mr. Watson on here. Uh, we'll get Dave Z I have, on here yeah, for that one. Yes, yes. Love, love, Mister Watson. Love Dave Z. Love uh, a lot of uh, horror podcasters. Man, very interesting, and, and um, just want to shoot the breeze, shoot the horror breeze with them. So that's what we are going to do. And right now, we're going to get into the All right, we are gonna get into the horror news and uh this is something that i just saw today uh it's on the internet and did you guys see that the texas chainsaw massacre might be getting yet another reboot and
4: from fede alvarez i literally just seen this news about two seconds before you got me on here like uh, uh i do don't you know about what to that? think you don't know what to think of. Do you like Fatty Alvarez? I uh, I do, but at the same time, I'm like, we don't need another reboot for this series. It's already confusing as heck the way it is.
3: Amen to that. Yeah.
4: It is. It's
1: one of the the timelines that is really all over the place. You know, the the whole uh, you put all the movies together and you're like, what? I'm not sure if this yes. really is a linear timeline. I'm not sure what's going on. But I will tell you this, I was one of, well, maybe I'm not the only one. Uh, I get, I get crap for, for liking in the, the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It, it. It's definitely not, uh, Robert Englund. It's not, you know, the original three or four movies. I understand that. But for what it was, I enjoyed it. Um, I loved the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot uh, when it was, um, not what was it? 2001 or something. It was yeah, just 2001. Was I love that movie. That, yeah, movie, so did I. that movie is awesome. And it's, it's well acted. It's mean. Um, it's scary. Uh, so I'm not sure why we need another one. Uh, and, and I think it's just, come on, let's face it. It's money. Yeah, it's money. It's just uh, another title. It's a familiar title that they know yes. will get asses in seats. And, and and I mean, let's face it, Fetty Alvarez is is a hot director. I mean, come on, the Evil Dead uh, reboot that he did was, in my opinion, phenomenal. Yes, uh, it 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 might make my top ten of the decade. Um, it was just that awesome. Um, also, Don't Breathe was was a great one that he did. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm kind of looking forward to his take on it, but then again, mm, uh, I wish he would be doing something just original.
3: Yeah, is there not an original idea left in Hollywood? I mean, this—it's just really getting old. Well, Especially some of us, like you know, everyone knows I'm like 51 years old. <laughs> so I've been in this horror horror, you know, for a long time, and you're starting to just—it's like when was the la- It's rare that something really good and new comes along.
1: It is. And and I think I don't know. I don't want to say that it's just the dumbing down of America.
3: Uh, well, there's that too. <laughs> I,
1: it's just there's such a like superhero culture at the movies right now
0: yeah.
1: that and by the way, I love all those movies. I really do. I love nope, the same, sure. all the Marvel movies, the Marvel universe. I like the DC universe, the new Joker movie. I love I love it all. Um, but I'm the kind of person that I like to go to the movies to see original stuff, Mm -hmm. like just a story. I I love horror movies, but I love cinema in general. Uh, and I like to go see just original (laughs) stories that are on the big screen and some, but a lot of people don't, they, they want to, they want to know if they're spending 10 to $15 for a ticket. And then they're gonna, you know, have their popcorn and their, their drink and everything, and they're gonna spend, you know, sixty bucks to go see a movie. They want to bet on a sure thing,
4: you know. Yep. I'll, I'll say I think what it is is that Hollywood is just too afraid that, uh, you know, something new won't put the asses in seats because you know as as we are starting to see theaters are just not doing nearly as well as they used to unless it's like some big blockbuster film. So I think just the familiarity with the name brands of these franchises and stuff is kind of why they're doing it. Just to get, make sure there's still people to go to the theaters to see like horror films. And then like the original stuff just gets put onto VOD. And, you know, unfortunately not many yep. people know about it besides us horror movie fanatics.
3: But you don't know? you think like horror fans are kind of an anomaly, like I, I think most that I know will go see pretty much anything that's, Oh cool. yeah.
1: Yeah. But even that it, let's, let's bring it up because it's, it's part of the news. Uh, and we're going to talk about this movie later, but the financial failure of Dr. Sleep at, at the, the box office, um, we'll talk about that movie in a bit. Cause I know at least two of
4: us have seen it. Have you seen it, Scott? unfortunately i am one of the i am part of the problem i have not got a chance to go see it yet like okay and everybody talking about it makes me want to go see it so bad
1: but i mean not everyone goes week one or week two i mean you expect it to be in the theaters for a little while so you can go at your leisure but the way hollywood looks at it now if you don't have a massive opening you've failed Right. right i mean if you don't make your money back in week one you you're a you're a blockbuster bomb um and i don't know what it is i don't know if it was because it was you know not clear to some people that it was a shining sequel maybe it was too little too late for for most people like hey this movie's 40 years old we're finally getting a sequel
2: what was Uh, it that that opened the same weekend though is what i want to know
1: was it the Terminator, or was it the week before? That was uh, the week I, before.
2: It was something that, it wasn't the same genre, but it was, I forget what it is now, I have to look it up, but it was something that you wouldn't have thought, you thought Dr. Sleep would have definitely put the other title to Sleep, no pun intended. But uh, but yeah, let me uh, see if I can find any info, info on that.
4: Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if it's mainly because, uh, you know, us older horror fans obviously know The Shining and love The Shining, but I'm wondering if it's like, a lot of the newer moviegoers and younger audiences never seen The Shining and just didn't care about this one. I, but that's, that's the only thing I can think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, I, I guess that that's probably the right way to look at it. I mean, The Shining is, is 40 years old now, uh, almost. And and while it's beloved uh, amongst horror fans, uh, you know, it, it is a, let's say, a 21 a year old girl gonna go see that or are they gonna go see Countdown
2: was it the right. title Midway Mark
1: yeah Midway I mean that that did pretty well but it, uh, it wasn't like a
2: blockbuster it's
1: no. like a horror see, I think movie that would
3: have a niche audience too mm-hmm. well,
2: but you wouldn't think it would be one that would put up heavy competition towards a yeah. Stephen King title
1: I mean let's just face it the Joker is still doing great yeah so maybe people are still seeing the Joker, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what and it that's is. That's
4: Actually, my plan for the weekend is to hopefully see Dr. Sleep and Joker do a double feature of both of those. Cause I still need to see both of them. Yeah.
1: But Bo- both, both phenomenal movies in their own right. And
2: can't wait for Joker to come out yeah. on, on Blu-ray.
1: Yeah. But it's just, um, it's just sad that that kind of stuff doesn't get, the butts in the seats. And uh, I feel like Mike Flanagan who directed Dr. Sleep. I, I think he would, he would much rather put something on Netflix.
3: I'm surprised yeah, that didn't just get put on Netflix.
1: Nah, it was cause too cause big. It was anything? too big of a, of, of a budget and a uh, Stephen King. I mean, I can understand like those, like there's, there's kind of second tier Stephen King uh, vehicles like, you know, Gerald's game and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. in the tall grass. But the Shining Sequel, it it should have n- made its budget in the first week. It should have. Did uh, it get
3: marketed this, as the Shining Sequel? I haven't seen No.
1: Much. Well that if mean. you if you are a horror fan, you can definitely tell you can you know some of the posters and, and uh Ewan McGregor looking through the, the door where the axe had smashed through and, and all that, but I almost feel like they probably would have done better
0: mm-hmm. had they
1: given it kind of a goofy title, like the shining Two mm-hmm. semicolon doctor sleep or something. Because let's face it, if you don't know horror, you know, and you go up to the, uh, the theater on a Friday night and you want to see a movie and you don't really know what's out. Huh? Hey, let's see. We got, Ooh, Terminator on a dark fade. I've, I've heard of that. And, and oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor sleep what's that?
4: Yeah, it doesn't you know, sound horror movie-ish at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it, it's a shame because uh it, it really is a, a great movie. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I Can't wait until it comes out on on Blu-ray and and I will say this. The Shining only made 640,000 in its first weekend. Wow. Yeah, it was a it was a critical in box office, you know, flop, you know, for for the, when it first came out. So I, I I have faith that people will see Doctor Sleep, and it it will become more respected for what it is. But it, it's just a shame we might not see those kind of original type of movies get released to the theaters. If you know, or at least because because one of the things about horror. You look at something like Countdown or whatever that, by the way, I believe already made back its budget and is making money. Not, oh, s- wow. not, saying, not saying that Countdown is bad. It, it's just like a, it's just a mass marketed, you know, teeny bopper horror. And right. those things are dirt cheap to make and they make their money back. So that's what we keep
4: getting over and over and over and over again. It Uh, makes me wonder if uh, with Dr. Sleep, if they would have released that in October, if it would have done way better, because I just don't get why they waited till November.
2: I think so. I, I can agree with that. And also, I, I looked at Netflix, too, just because Tammy brought up a good point about she thought that should have been released on Netflix, and I thought maybe there was a, a release on that that distracted people from going to the theater, and I'm looking on here, and there is nothing on here, that, especially for that weekend that that came out. So I don't know, but yeah, maybe it was like uh, what Scott's saying if they would have put it out, uh, like a, a pushing it for like the Halloween you know, yeah. release. But. I've already gone until I'm blue in the face about why are
1: there not oodles of horror movies in the theater in October? Why? Yeah. And I mean, why, look at, why uh, was scary stories to tell in the dark, which by the way yeah. did pretty well? Yeah, and that would have done, done, done better
4: gangbusters.
1: It would have done better in October. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, especially I don't understand. since it was based
4: around Halloween. Does
1: does it take like a genius to know that people who are not horror fans like year round want to go see something scary in October and then He's the, bl-
2: right. and then the blu-ray release of it was even after Halloween <laughs> yeah i don't get it <laughs> yeah. I don't get
4: yeah, it. And, that, and that's the same thing Like that, that makes me think about uh last year with Hellfest. they put it out in November. It's like that would have been perfect for a Halloween film yep yeah right yep. It probably would have been so much better
1: I don't get it I don't get it. So
2: <laughs>
1: will they ever learn? Probably not because no. they, they think they know. They, they think they know.
2: And they, they should know by now They, they know how, how long the horror films have really fattened up the uh, Hollywood piggy bank too over the years. So, so they should know. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: They should know, but
1: they're, they're just, I don't get it. They, I think one of the things is with these Hollywood um, decision makers, they think too much. They really yeah. they think too much. It's it's not that difficult. Put horror movies out during Halloween season.
2: Because they don't have the passion for it. It's like you said, it's just they're thinking. Well, they no, have no. passion
1: to make money, don't they?
2: Yeah, but no passion for the the art.
1: You know what you know what that is? That's akin to um waiting to open your haunt until November fifth. <laughs> like,
0: right,
1: right. Right. Oh, we're going to wait till the till the <laughs> Halloween uh, rush dies down. Or we'll wait and till then we're uh, going to open the haunted house on February
2: road. for Christmas movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Stupidity. All right, we're going to move on second piece of uh uh news that has been kind of getting uh, people just were going nuts over this on, on uh Facebook when it came out, but the Black Christmas reboot Another reboot? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the screenwriter April Wolf defends the fact that it is getting a PG-13 rating. Okay. Well, what do you guys think about horror movies getting
2: PG-13 ratings? It, it's uh, targeted towards these uh, teenagers because they're relying on box office sales from them. Okay.
3: Again, money driven, yeah. right? That
2: would. Agreed. I mean, you're you're gonna. You're gonna
1: probably make some more money if you can get the the teenagers in there, um, you know. And if it's rated R, the parents might they're gonna have to sneak in, or the parents might can, might not take them in. But uh, PG thirteen, you, you're hoping to make more money, right? But does does that does that mean that when you see a PG thirteen rating on a horror movie, it automatically stinks?
4: No, I'll say PG-13. There are some really good PG-13 horror films out there. Just Exactly. uh, I think what it is is just the fact that Black Christmas, the original, and the first remake were both rated R. And you know us, like the hardcore horror fans, like hate it when, for one, already hate remakes, Mm -hmm. like at least the idea of them. And then to change the rating to something lesser than rated R from what it originally was, just I think fuels that fire even more. Yeah, well, I think it
1: it's the type of movie because you look at something like The Conjuring. Is The Conjuring PG-13? Yes, I believe it is. I, I yeah, believe you know, it is. Conjuring, you know, it's got some pretty frightening moments. And I thought The Conjuring movies are, are pretty good. Um, you look at things like Pol- Poltergeist, right? PG-13, or was it? I don't know what it was. I yeah, I think that was PG-13 as well yeah the the ring oh. was p g thirteen there are some some well made p g thirteens but are there any slashers like the black, black Christmas that are p g thirteen
4: the think, only one I can think of would be like the final girls
1: <clears throat> yeah yeah and that was more of a, a horror comedy and yeah. they kind of leaned more on the comedy than the than the slasher part of it but yeah, that, a, that's hard what about, to do, um,
2: man. Happy Death Day. What was that? And was that to be considered a slasher?
1: Yeah, that's, that's PG 13. What was that? Yeah, yeah
3: that yeah,
1: was that good. It's PG 13. So, for the most part, slashers are going to be rated R because it seems like the people that are geared towards slashers or we love slashers, they're the ones that want the blood and the guts and the boobs and And the more the rated R, uh, you know? Yeah. And and I don't think was a Friday the 13th ever rated PG 13. No, was a Halloween or a nightmare on Elm street. No, of course not. Because those are what slashers are supposed to be. And I think people look at, you know, PG 13 black Christmas. Oh, they've ruined it. And, and I think that they've already lost a lot of people. A lot of people aren't going to give that movie a chance.
3: No, uh, I don't care what a movie is rated. That doesn't ever really usually sway my decision. There's just some things that shouldn't be remade. And I, in my opinion, Black Christmas would be one of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me read to you what the the screenwriter said. She said, uh, here's the deal. We wrote the movie with an R rating in mind. When they did the test screenings, it was clear that this movie needed to be available to a younger female audience because the subject matter is timely. Also, I want to indoctrinate girls into horror. Does it make it any less vicious? Um, uh, I, yeah. And there was a lot of people that jumped on her, you know, talking about, what are you talking about? The girls in horror. There's been final girls. And I, I don't think she was saying like girls aren't you know treated well in horror anymore because a lot of a lot of movies you know the girls are the 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 victor you know uh the final girl um i think she was just saying she wants the young teenagers to see the movie to be able to see the movie uh so I, i understand that i really do uh and it's when it says subject matter is timely, that means that there's some sort of me too, something yep. in there. I guarantee it. Uh, which well,
3: um, she's gonna come. You know, she's coming across kind of bad. Speaking as a woman, that kind of turns me off. I don't mm-hmm. like. I don't like that. I, it's still implying that there is a difference for women in horror, and I really don't. I think. I mean, just look at me sitting here on this podcast. I think oh, the horror genre is one of the most unifying. Genres that there is out there, and a horror fan is a horror fan, man or woman. I don't think we need to make these distinctions anymore. I mean, she's obviously saying they're putting a modern twist on it somehow, is what I'm guessing they're gonna do and make it more me too, which then just give it a different name. It sounds like they're changing the story and everything. Yeah. You know?
4: Yeah, like even the trailer does not like seem feel like Black Christmas, just feels like a teenage slasher film based on Christmas.
1: I mean, they basically ruined and spoiled the entire movie. Yeah, in the trailer. I mean, you could you could see, you know, what Carrie, uh, what's his name, Elwise, Elwise. I don't know, forget. Yep.
3: Yeah, Ellis. you can
1: see kind of what what his character is already, and where it's going. And, and I'm just like, why did you just do that? You just destroyed your movie in the trailer. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I know I shouldn't watch trailers, but I can't help it. <laughs> I'm like, the same way. <laughs> it's like crack cocaine. I got to see it. Speaking of trailers, uh, did you see the Fantasy Island trailer?
4: Oh, no. I meant to actually watch that one. I did
1: not. Yeah. Uh, uh, Blumhouse is, is coming out with a horror movie based on a fantasy island.
3: Okay. I-, I did not know that. I am there. I am yeah. There. Yeah.
1: Well, did you know th- there was Fantasy Island got a reboot? Um, I don't know if it was in the nineties. It was. It was yes. I forget when it was.
3: Yeah, it was. And very it was. Early 90s. And
1: it was darker. It was well, the darker.
3: original was supposed to be darker, but it didn't play. Well. I mean, Mister Work is supposed to be the devil, but after about two episodes, they kind of let that go because of I think all the what was going on back then, the Satanic Panic, and yeah. it just didn't play well to audiences. But that's who he's supposed to be I well, never knew that really good yeah
2: spoiler alert
3: that was yeah. spo- <laughs> spoiler uh,
2: but spoiler. no I never did don't know that wow yeah but this is
1: is just like a darker uh spin on fantasy island I I don't know uh it, I guess it still has mr Rourke in it um says uh, in Blumhouse's new spin on Fantasy Island, the uh, enigmatic Mr. Rourke makes the secret dreams of his lucky guests come true at a luxurious but remote tropical resort. But when the fantasies turn into nightmares, the guests have to solve the island's mystery in order to escape with their lives. Oh, uh, yeah, that comes that <laughs> yeah, comes out Yeah, comes out Valentine's Day twenty
2: twenty. I think uh, Ant- Antonio Banderas should uh, do that role. He is definitely not in that role. Oh, it
1: stars. By the way, I don't know who's who. Michael um. Pena. Hmm. You know I who that, that is? That right? That's the that's the Hispanic fella in the Ant Man movies that just kind of Oh like yeah, yeah. Oh, and oh and yeah, on and on. In chips
2: too. Yeah,
1: yeah, chips. Which uh, is Maggie funny because I was going
2: to tease and say Eric Estrada as uh, Mr. Work. Oh <laughs> gosh,
1: <laughs> Maggie Q and I've heard that name, but I don't know who it is. Lucy Hale, who I'd love to see in just about anything. I like her, mm-hmm. uh, Portia Doubleday and that, and Michael Rooker. Oh, no way. I'll bet you. Michael Rooker is Mr. Rourke. I,
3: bet. I hope so. That would be so who's tattoo.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I I couldn't tell you if any of these, uh, are, are little people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Eric Estrada. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I think I think it's it, it, again. It's been getting uh, you know crap because it's Blumhouse, and I bet you it's going to be rated to
4: be G thirteen. I'll almost guarantee you. It probably will.
3: But, I don't care. I'm yeah. Yeah, I'll I'm that just
4: sounds fun though. That's <laughs> yeah. like a that's a a unique take on something that is uh, familiar. Yep. Yep and then
1: uh oh you saw this is not kind of horror jason but you saw the new uh scooby-doo trailer no Whoa. yeah they're doing a new scooby-doo um it's one of those it's a cart it's a fully cartoon oh, okay. uh, I don't like movie
2: movies. yeah it's called scoob. scoob and by the oh. way uh back to the fantasy on him real quick i was see peter that tattoo
1: <laughs> that is such like
2: typecast. I know. I know. Who's the
1: only little person I know in
2: Hollywood. I, oh yeah. He should play tattoo. But he's hot. He's hot right now. So you he's gotta, a- you gotta, you gotta take advantage of that. I can he's
1: guarantee available, you.
3: Probably, right. Yeah. I
2: can
1: guarantee you Peter Dinklage is not playing. tattoo. <laughs> 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 oh, anyway, but Scoob comes out and that, that looks, uh, it's always, uh, it comes out on my birthday actually next year. And, uh, I always love Scooby Doo
4: stuff. Like,
0: <laughs> like, like <laughs> 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 <Right>.
4: Scooby! <laughs> I knew I could have started. Yeah. yeah. I
2: yeah.
3: have a subscription to uh, what do you call? It? What's the? What's that cartoon streaming? Boomerang, Boomerang, yeah. yeah. Just so to, just so I can watch all the Scoobies.
1: I think I saw the Scooby Doo's uh, on Blu Ray. Like the good one, the Where Are You, Scooby Doo?
3: Yeah, there's a there's a set you can get that looks like a haunted house.
1: Yeah.
3: oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's expensive, but I would consider getting it.
2: I have a lot of Scooby Doo stuff on Blu-ray, but I don't have that. I don't have the original series on that on Blu-ray. That'd be
1: nice.
3: I do, but it's on DVD.
2: Okay, so. and they all get
1: I, I I forget which ones are which, but there was a reboot. Not too long ago, only lasted like two or three seasons. That was really good. Uh, was, Mystery Incorporated. Yep. Yeah, it was actually yes. like went back to being scary. It yep. was like it wasn't. That was like, so good. Yeah. And of course, it failed. <laughs> of course.
3: It didn't fail with me. I own well, it. Well, I
1: know, but I'm saying <laughs> it, it should still be on the air, or they yeah, should have okay. gotten more than two or three seasons out of it. But anyway, uh, anybody got Apple TV?
4: You. No, the no. Apple
1: TV. I do. I do. What do you think about that? Huh? Premium cable,
4: yeah, <laughs> premium
2: Apple TV, premium
1: cable and Apple TV. Plus, <laughs> by the way, I watched, uh, uh, the, epi- the first five episodes of the morning show. Loved it. Jennifer oh, Aniston, wow. Reese Witherspoon. That's oh. right. <laughs> um, but coming out, uh, it's a series just for Apple TV plus comes out. The first episode comes out November 28th. They're doing a uh, sort of like the Disney plus thing with the Mandalorian. They are just re- good. They are releasing one a week. Uh, so okay. it, it builds up, but you don't get to binge, mm-hmm. you know, I guess you can binge if you want to wait until they're all out and then you binge it. But I kind of like the fact that they are releasing them one, one a week. It just builds up the, you know, the tension there, but there is a a new series that they're coming out November 28th. There's the first episodes called servant and it is, uh, M night Shyamalan. Oh yeah, really? Yes. And, um, I'll tell you, it says in the servant trailer, we are introduced to a family who brings in a nanny to care for their infant son. As you would expect Oh, the, the, the child's name is Jericho. As you would expect, naming your child Jericho has unforeseen repercussions. Turns out the baby is, in fact, a creepy doll that husband Sean Turner is using in order to keep his wife Dorothy from finding out their son died <laughs> and losing her mind. Say what? what? The creepier wow. part is that Sean seems to have made an arrangement with the nanny in order to keep up appearances, to make things stranger the nanny seems to have sinister intentions of her own. I'm watching it. Okay.
3: Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. It looks that sounds
1: good.
4: bizarre as hell. Yeah. I'm into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, November 28th, I'll, I'll let you know, since I'm the only one and, and it's <laughs> that has Apple plus. And let me tell you the, the, the baby doll looks creepy as H E double hockey sticks. I it's one of those it,
3: okay, so does the doll look like it looks real. Or it looks okay.
1: real. Yeah, it's one of those like really lifelike dolls. Um sort of like uh Captain Creepy's uh real sex doll. It looks just okay, okay. I thought
2: I thought we had an agreement not to talk about that. You're among friends here. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, talk about, talk it about <laughs> Barbara <laughs> like that. It came <laughs> in a really
1: big crate that said fragile. Fragile. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know what happens when there's things in the crate. I mean, we all seen creep show, right? That's <laughs>
1: sure. yeah. But uh, yeah, so I just wanted to get that out there because I haven't heard a lot of buzz about it. But come on, it's a it's a new horror series from M Night Shyamalan.
4: Come on. I'm I'm thinking maybe because it's on Apple. And just doesn't seem like many people have Apple TV.
1: Well, I think that, um, a lot of people, Disney plus is getting the, you know, the subscription and the buzz right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think it's worth it. I think I've watched several things and there's a really cool series called, uh, C starring Jason Momoa.
2: Yeah. So and it, it's, set, it's set in the
1: future when, when uh you know everyone who's born is blind. Oh, um, what? Oh. Yeah, every everybody in the world is blind. Oh blind. And um would you think I said blonde? I know. I said what <laughs> did you say? I didn't know what you said. There are no brunettes. <laughs> uh, <Hell> no. Brunettes. <laughs> but everyone's blind and then um uh kids are born. Who have sight and it's like uh, this big thing and I, yeah I've, I've only watched the first epi- episode it's, it's pretty cool it's a mm. very good like you can tell a lot of money was put into these series you know so I hope I hope that uh, it does well man because I'd like to see them do more stuff and especially if they're gonna put out horror series absolutely right
3: sometimes Amazon will let you buy like single episodes for two bucks of shows that are on pay service yeah. i wonder if they'll do something like that because
1: i don't know i think it probably depends on how how many <laughs> subscriptions
2: they're getting and and how well it's doing but and speaking of a uh, horror series anybody watching evil i i was for a while but i dropped off i, need to I get watched to back the to it first
1: episode and, and i haven't gone back to
2: it yeah not, got, not that it was bad no no that's what i'm saying i think i watched the first two but I uh, saw a big poster for it in New York, so it was like, well, it's got to be doing pretty good if they put a big-ass poster up for it. Yeah. I don't think I've even heard of it. Yeah, no? it's on CBS. It's called yeah, Evil. CBS. Yep.
3: Yeah, CBS. No, I haven't heard of it either.
2: Yeah,
1: It's huh. got a pretty cool demon in it, and uh, it's about this woman who uh, she's like, is she a lawyer? Yeah, I think she's like a lawyer or something. Yeah, I was trying and to think what her type was. up. she partners up with these uh, the from, <laughs> people from the Catholic Church, and and they go around with doing exorcisms and like exp- unexplained
2: stuff. Miracles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just, it's pretty decent. It's pretty yeah. decent. I just, you know, I haven't gotten around to it yet. So I've been watching the morning show. So <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> sorry. I have and a bit of a thing for Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. okay. We know that. Yes. yes.
4: <laughs> no one's judging you. No. At least out loud. That's so. right. That's right. So all what do you right.
2: Think about that, Barbara? No, just kidding. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: all right. Well, that's about all the news we have to chat about. And uh, when we get back from this break, we're gonna go around the round table to tell you about what we've been watching. Hey. Love horror movies. Yes. Yeah, so Handpicked picked by experts, psychos, demons, ghosts, the occult, zombies, killer kids, black magic, vampires. Shudder kills Netflix on selection. Screams on demand. Shudder.com. All right, we are back and we are going to uh, start with Captain Creepy. Uh, going around the round table here about what we've been watching. What's the first movie that you've been watching?
2: Well, I would tell you that uh, this weekend was very busy, as you already know. And, of course, the listeners don't know, but I was in New York and did not have a chance to watch anything except started watching a documentary called The Preppy Time Murders that took place in New York in uh, 1986. So other than that, a week before that, I went and saw Doctor Sleep. It was probably... Uh, a day after it officially open two days if you count thursday because friday used to be the official opening day now mm. they do it now they do it on thursday so i would say two days after that I went and saw it and uh very impressed by it uh it's a little bit in the uh running long area uh, two hours and 32 minutes running time but uh it goes by quick and to me it I, I don't know if I was having this conversation with you about that as far as like timelines about uh, when the show Heroes came out and when that book was written, but they kind of to me reminded me of each other, but uh, definitely recommend everybody seeing this one at the movies because it's a, a great experience and uh, if you're a fan of The Shining, of course you know this is a sequel to that, but it also they did a good job. Uh, Mike Flanagan director did a good job of uh, re uh, I wouldn't say react and re telling the story as far as uh, he didn't um use uh, footage from the old movie. He he did it, redid it with new actors, but it, it paid off. He
1: recast right. um Shelley Duvall and Jack Nicholson. Right. He okay? did a good job with that. Yeah, because we're 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 doing flashbacks here and we're doing um, maybe some scenes that uh, happened like directly after like the the end of the first movie, The Shining. Right.
0: right.
1: Uh, and that's been getting a lot of, you know, controversy online because people thought that they should have used deep fake. Right. And, and to get uh, uh, the original actors' faces in there uh, and, and at least use their voices and, and kind of – do do that age regression thing. And I don't know. I just right. don't
2: know. I think, I think the way he did it, 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 it took away from it being a distraction. If it, it's was a smooth transition and mm-hmm. you knew who was, who it was and you didn't say, or oh, they, uh, you know, CGI in this you know, person in there or nothing. You didn't have any distractions taken yeah. away from watching the movie.
1: Yeah. And there was a a thread I was a part of on, on Facebook that, I can get behind. I mean, they're not like major, major characters in the movie. You know, the the Shelly Duval character, um right. who was I mean, Alex Esso, you know, from Starry Eyes, uh, she plays Shelly Duval. She plays uh-huh. uh, Oh, does she really? It, dude, uncanny, like the way I she sounds that. like her. Yeah, no
2: like doubt. Like she
1: was channeling her.
2: Even the she, subtle. That is awesome. yeah. Hair behind the ear. How Shelley Duvall had that little same look. Yeah,
1: and, and, and I'm sorry, but Alex S.A. was a much better looking.
2: Woman uh, than, than, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, Shelley Duvall, but uh, and then Henry Thomas. You know Henry Thomas, right? Yeah, uh, e- yeah. Et. Yeah. But he was also in you know um, Jack Torrance er, Gerald's game, uh, and all that. But uh, he plays um, Jack Nicholson's role. He's he's Jack Torrance. Oh wow, and he has a pretty long speaking part and you can tell he's trying to get the mannerisms down in the, in the voice, but that's, I mean, that, that's hard to do. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, it, I didn't find it distracting. I, I understand they had a lot of money to do this movie and they could have just, you know, at least use their voices and kind of used the deep. F- I don't know. Uh, I guess I, there are, you know, arguments to be made on both sides. I think he would have been damned if he did and damned if he didn't, you know? So I think he did a good job with what he did, uh, and recast in, in recasting those parts. I'm, I'll just say this. I've seen it, uh, three times already. That's, that's how much I like oh, this movie. Wow. My, it's my wow. number one movie of the year so far. And I understand it might not be that for everybody. I wouldn't say this is like a typical horror movie. There are horrific, things that happen by the way if you have issues seeing things happen to kids don't go to this movie
2: and i and i thought about it when i was watching that one scene because the the one the boy the yeah, scene. Let's not, yeah. i'm not no, no no i'm not gonna say anything i'm just saying he was in the movie good boys the comedy show.
1: yeah he he's he's been in a lot of stuff yeah um, he was
2: my favorite character in that so
1: yeah i forget what his uh jacob trembley yeah he was in um Oh gosh, he was in another horror movie. What was he in? I oh, forget. you know what?
2: Uh, it was the other Mike Flanagan uh, movie. Uh, was it? Uh, not was it Wish-A-Bomb?
1: No, it was. No, um, no it was. Uh, oh, the one that uh, before I wake. Yeah, yeah,
2: I was it. Yeah, I Sorry.
1: think he was the kid in Before I Wake. But. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so this movie is extremely well shot. It's extremely well acted. It, it every single performance in this movie is spot on, just spot on. I mean, I I was like blown away, man. This is just a great movie. Please go see it at the theater. (laughs) And I know Captain Creepy said, and, and I've heard this from a lot of people, that they thought it could be edited down. It was, you know, at two hours and 30 minutes, basically it was just too long. I loved every single second of it. it
2: as I said, it was long, but it goes by quick though.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, when I thought about that, I was like, okay, so what would I have cut out? And I can't think of anything that I would have cut out. Um, I just, it's really, really good, but I love that universe. You know, I love that, that whole universe. And, and can I say that Rebecca Ferguson, uh, as Rose the hat, who is the mm-hmm. leader of of the the villains in this movie? Uh, I couldn't. I mean, she she was so good mm-hmm. in this movie. I couldn't take my eyes off of her. Mm-hmm. She was on the screen. Um, really good villain. And,
2: um, and yeah. I found out later she was in the Greatest Showman too. It was uh, Jenny Lynn.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. been a lot of stuff. Mission Impossible's. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in a lot of stuff. Um, and and I will say this. Mike Flanagan just is a great storyteller. You know, he knows how to, you know, it it reminds me of, you know, how the, the haunting of Hill house. Yes. It's scary. And yes, it's a haunted house, but man, he just tells a story and and about this family and it's just so good. And so, um, it pulls you in same thing here, uh, just pulls you in. Every character is great. Every character has significance, and uh, yeah, I cannot wait to own this movie. It, it's just um, really great. And he does such a great job of blending um, Stephen King's book, which I will be the first to tell you that I have not read, but I I know what's in it. And I know the changes that he made and and blending uh, Kubrick's film, which, let's face it, we all know Stephen King hated. yeah. <laughs> but when you are talking about the shining 99% of people are thinking Stanley Kubrick's movie they're not thinking the the Stephen King book mm-hmm. so it was really cool how he kind of blended the two and and he actually he made Stephen King very happy with it you know like he was like it, it kind of it kind of made up for Kubrick's you know not kind of just ignoring what <laughs> Stephen King thought made the uh, the book good but I please go see it please and I'm interested to hear what what you think of it Scott when you see it but uh, I'm I'm all about it I really am I'm all about yeah. it
4: and, and I am I hoping to go see it on Saturday
1: yeah and I, a second time I saw it I saw it on on the equivalent of the IMAX screen uh, oh nice. Yeah, and it was it was just beautiful, beautiful. So, righty, So, Doctor Sleep. Let's see. Let's uh, let's go with Taminator. What right. have you been watching?
3: Let's <laughs> well, start with one that I watched pretty recently that was really good. Um, it was another one of those Into the Dark's that's on Hulu, Blumhouse mm-hmm. movies, and this one was called Pure. You guys heard of it? Seen it?
4: Oh yes, that was a really good one.
3: Yeah, wasn't that good? It was okay. And it was different and original. And and it was probably the best one out of all those that I've watched so far. It's about, it's got some creepiness to it. I mean, there's some kind of father daughter sexuality.
4: Yeah. (laughs) That was
3: a little riding the the cusp there for me. But the uh, the the villain was
4: Lilith, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That. I like the addition of that yes. from uh, the Bible and everything. So it, it, yeah, this, if no one's seen it, it's definitely worth checking out. I, I, the Into the Dark series has been kind of hit or miss with me and like the good ones are only like maybe a 6.5 or a 7, but mm-hmm. this one and one I'll be talking about later, I highly recommend. Yeah. Yes. I, I really
1: liked, uh, I'm just effing with you. I thought that was I yeah that one was that good, one. good too. <laughs> I thought that was a fun movie. the The lead guy and that was well, the lead villain guy. He
4: was he was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, what's really cool about this one is you kind of like for the first half hour, kind of getting the Bible shoved down your throat a little. There, like I said, there's some. It's this like retreat that fathers take their daughters to to make them pledge purity. And they kind of like marry their dads who then like will get, then give them to their husbands when they get married. And they're not supposed to even kiss or hold hands or anything. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's some weirdness going on there. But then by the end, I don't no, sp- spoil it, but the whole Bible kind of comes back and kicks everybody's ass at the end. So <laughs> it's really it goes in a totally different direction than what. W- how you think it might go, so it was i actually really good i have to I have to totally recommend it for anybody who's got hulu
1: yeah i, I haven't watched it yet I need to uh to get on that I, a couple of people on Facebook recommend it, so so, so that's a uh, pure right
3: pure yep
4: yep pure all right, Scott, what about you? well, since we were talking about into the dark, I guess I'll talk about this one first um I watched the Newer one they just released for November and it's uh, called Pilgrim. Okay, yeah, now... St- starring John Wayne, deep Fake, right? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my gosh. I haven't had as much fun with a film in quite some time. This one was just... Uh, it was done by, I think it was Marcus Dunstan, the guy that did The Collector and The Collection. Yep. And uh, this is probably the more violent Into the Dark. uh, movie i've seen from this series so far but it's about these uh this family that uh the stepmother decides to hire some pilgrim reenactors for their thanksgiving dinner to try to like just bring her family closer because she's just having struggles with the children and the father and all that and these reenactors show up and don't break character the whole time and cause havoc throughout the household for the next like three or four days and it starts off kind of like just cheesy and silly and then it just starts ramping up more and more and more and by the third act it just goes full-blown insane but (laughs) while also having like this happy thanksgiving music playing in the background and (laughs) it's it is probably my favorite of this into the dark series right now like i would i'm thinking like it's in the 8 out of 10 range for this. They, I had so much fun with this one. So that's, that'll be a,
1: a Thanksgiving holiday staple, right? It, there's not, it, there's yeah, not my, many Thanksgiving it, it, uh, it, it, horror movies. Right? Yeah, I'll say that in Blood Rage for me. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I think... Um, didn't you... You saw this one, didn't you, Tammy?
3: Yeah, I, um, I'm like... I think I said I was like four-fifths of the way through it, and I haven't finished it, so I don't want to comment, but I do agree with everything he's saying from what I've seen of it I think I'm like towards the end of maybe the third act so I mean I'm right I don't have much I don't know why I haven't finished it because I was really enjoying it but yeah it's really good and it definitely is one of the darker but it's got like he said this weird like you know kind of like vibe to it like it's Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving everybody you know, so it's, yeah. It's, it's like just,
4: they know it's cheesy, so yeah. they're just kind of rolling with it. <laughs>
3: yep.
4: Yep. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm.
1: But, all right. All right. Well, first one I'm going to bring up is a, um, I believe it's South Korean film. It's called The Divine Fury. Anybody heard about it? Oh, it's, I was I think I've heard this one. Yeah, I saw I saw this one a while ago. I had a screener, and it's now just kind of coming out uh i'm not sure if it's on um itunes or anything yet it's just coming out now and it's even in some theaters limited i believe but this is about a uh, a kid who sees his father you know killed in in sort of like an exorcism type thing and or by a demon and he grows up being like a you know he hates all things religious. He hates uh, all of that. He's an MMA fighter, and it ends up where he gets paired up with this Catholic priest, and he goes around as like a helper uh, to 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 do these exorcisms, and so it's kind of been uh, billed as like what what can I say? The Exorcist meets. MMA <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Don't get, don't get it wrong. Like that. It's super cheesy. Cause it's really not played for that way. There is uh, very little MMA. Like there's like a, uh, maybe a f- three or four minute scene, uh, in the first 20 minutes of him, uh, in the MMA ring. But then there is like, <laughs> like a scene of him kind of fighting, a demon at the end. Oh, bye. But I enjoyed it. I I thought it was super fun. Uh, you gotta be able to, to do some subtitles and and please, if if you, if you go pirate this movie, you'll get crap subtitles. Wait until you can see it correctly uh, or else it just won't make any sense to you. You know, sometimes they, people will pirate these movies and, and they'll make up their own subtitles yeah and, and and it's like it happened last year with um oh what was it? Uh, those movies that came out on shutter um terrified and uh what was the other one Satan oh, Slaves. Satan's slaves yeah, uh, somebody was like, I couldn't even understand the thing the the subtitle and I said, well, you shouldn't have pirated it and then, then you, you <laughs> right uh, had the the correct one, but yeah, see it, it it's 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 fun it, I would say it's it's probably an eight and a half out of ten for me. It'll oh wow! Pro- it'll probably take um, top twenty, top twenty-five of the year for me. Uh, I I enjoy South Korean uh, cinema. I really do. They've, they've got so many good movies, especially horror and, and horror thriller. Yeah, uh, especially scenes. in recent years, too. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're on a roll. So um, I, I mean, of course, I could be wrong. It might be Chinese. I don't know. It might be Chinese. I can't even read Kim. Kim Joo Han is the director. I'm not even, I can't even look right now because, but it's either South Korean or the Chinese, but I think it's South Korean. So, uh, again, that's the divine fury. It's All right. Korean. Yeah, is a Korean. Yeah. I thought, I thought so, but I'm just, uh, not good that way. So, uh,
2: Keith, you got anything else? Uh, Yeah, there's one called Love Object. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but it's about uh, a horror movie about sex dolls. (laughs) (laughs) It's in your queue. It's in my queue now. I just Googled it. Horror movies about sex dolls. I'm sold. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's one called, uh, it's about uh, an angry couch. Uh, What was that one called? (laughs) That's Killer Sofa. Oh, Killer Sofa. That's Brandon Young's favorite. We need to to bring that up every episode now. Killer Killer Sofa.
1: it's <laughs> yeah. not even a sofa. It's a uh-huh. it's a dagwon It's a recliner. <laughs> Let's just face it. All right, um, back to Taminator.
3: Okay, I have to give a fail because I just haven't watched that much lately. Mm-hmm. I tried watching Eli on Netflix, right?
2: And you didn't watch like it? No, I've, I've been wanting to see that. Oh. Too. I haven't had a chance to see it yet. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I have seen that.
3: I made it to like like halfway through and I just went on to what I'll talk about next go around.
4: You definitely that's the best part. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say because I I was starting to lose interest at about the halfway point because it felt like just kind of a generic ghost story style Mm -hmm. horror film. And then that last that third act just turned that movie around completely for me.
3: Oh, yeah. so I should finish it?
4: Yeah, probably yes. should. Okay. <laughs>
1: Dagon, It better
3: be daggone good, Mark.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best movie of the year, but it's definitely worth finishing. finishing it, it, it. It, will it will catch it. you off guard. Don't, yeah, when when don't. it happened, I was like, say, what?
2: <laughs> yeah. Tammy, really? Tammy don't going? start Love Object until you finish that movie, okay? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't <laughs> you right, even dare.
4: I'm watching Love Object right now. What are you guys talking about?
2: (laughs) Hold on, I need to catch
1: up. (laughs) Sick, sick, sick perverts is what you are. Just jealous. Okay, where'd you find that movie again? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Scott.
4: Scott, where are you at? All right. So this one, I wasn't sure if I was going to consider consider it horror when I decided to watch it, but after it finished, I was just like, I, just with some of the scenes in it, I couldn't add it to the horror. I could not not add it to the horror list. That's uh, Lords of Chaos. Oh, yeah. Yep. Holy crap. Like, I knew, like, this is, if no one knows, this is the kind of like the true story about the black metal band Mayhem from the mid-80s, early 90s, and I watched this because I knew about Varg and about some of the band members and kind of the history of this band and the messed up stuff that went on
2: I think Mark, but, re- didn't you recommend this one to me a while back to me
4: yeah, yeah I thought you did yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I did
1: it, it is it is very um you know it's it's a like a, a story like a biography almost of the band like what what was going on but yeah but you, what know, happens- you, you, you know where it takes the the shift. And well,
2: that the, the gist was, uh, of it is uh, that the, the, guy was a Satanist, but the rest of the band was just kind of pretending to be Satanist and he got mad about it. Yeah. Is that, is that he, right? Okay, he thought they, right.
1: he thought they were posers. Right. 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 And, um, he had a, a big issue with, you know, the, the lead guy and there's, I mean, it's, it's not really, no real spoiler in real life. I mean, he, he, he kills him. You know, uh, in real life, that's just what happened. And, and the scene of that happening was, was brutal. It might've been the hardest scene to watch in a movie
4: this year for me. Was so It like 15 it's, minutes long or longer.
2: It's, it's long. It's not
1: 15 yeah. minutes.
4: Okay. Yeah, I'd say probably about seven to 10 minutes, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Still.
1: still. I, I just, I, I had to like turn away several times because I could feel like the, you know, the pain that this guy must have felt. I mean, this was not a, you know, a quick death. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was beg- He's begging for his life. Yeah, it's not. Uh,
4: yeah, it was like, yeah, my jaw was agape the whole time. I could not believe like, especially there's a uh, scene in the, probably the first act with uh, their first lead singer that <laughs> watching that. Hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah once once i've seen some of these scenes in this movie i'm going yeah i this is going on my horror film list i was just going to put this in my typical movie list but nope that this yep. and plus just the story in general was like if you are into like true crime or anything like that or just like biographies in general check this movie out because holy crap yep. this does not even seem real that what the crap what the what this band had gone through yep
1: yeah. I I agree. It's it's definitely uh horror adjacent even if it's not necessarily horror, I think. Yeah. Fans, fans of horror will probably enjoy it.
4: Plus horror fans and like black metal fans kind of are almost like one and the same. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not a big black metal fan. It's just not I mean to me I I like um you know heavy metal music. I like um you know, Britney hardcore Spears. music. Oh, oh Brit- Britney Spears <laughs> is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, don't even, I'm not even messing with you. Britney Spears is awesome. Um, but you don't know, see again,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to yes, use that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it's my turn. All right. I saw this, uh, I would say it's a comedy horror. It's not a horror comedy, uh, and it's available out there on streaming. I forget where I saw it, but it's called Extraordinary. Uh, anybody mm. heard of this? No. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, it's set in the UK. Okay, so it's British actors along with uh, one, <laughs> one guy who is the, the villain in the movie. And I know you'll know who he is, uh, Will Forte. Uh, oh, he yeah. was in SNL, and he also mm-hmm. uh, was the lead character in that, that like show, Gruber. Last Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Gruber, whatever. Uh, that guy's downright silly. <laughs> oh,
4: my God. Oh, he is. He's a he bizarre is. character. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, this is a story about him who is like a one-hit wonder uh, music-wise, and he's trying to make a deal with the demon uh, to get him back on top. And in order to, to do this deal, he needs a virgin. So he
4: goes,
1: (laughs) he goes and finds this virgin uh, to make this sacrifice or whatever. And it's all about the, the man, uh, who's, that's his daughter. Okay. He helps, he, he hires this, uh, or he, I don't know if he really hires her, but, uh, he, she's a, a, a ghost hunter or a paranormal expert who's kind of stopped, doing things because of things that have happened in the past, but she kind of finds him attractive and she agrees to help. And, and it's just like kind of slapsticky, goofy. Uh, not everyone will get the kind of humor. If you don't like Will Forte, you'll hate this movie because he's just very, uh, over the top goofy in this movie, uh, as a, as a (laughs) seat. (laughs) It's <laughs> satanic like <laughs> priest or whatever he's doing, but it's got good practical effects. It's, it's fun. Uh, and I would definitely recommend it. I don't know if it would make like my top 20 or top 25, but it's definitely, uh, as far as comedy horror goes. And again, I say that if you don't like movies that are like set in a horror world, but are more comedy than horror, you probably won't like it. Okay. Uh, it's not a, it's not a horror comedy. I hope you understand what I'm saying here. Yeah. So, yep. Okay. So that's extraordinary. I think it's it's worth checking out. So, all right, Keith. Anything else? Any more sex doll horror uh, movies? I your- was I was looking <laughs>
2: them up, and uh, yeah, I couldn't find any other ones. It was thirty horror movies with creepy dolls. So you, you oh, can Google search you, that one yourself. But you are <laughs> slacking. You are slacking. Just doll uh, Dollhouse. Uh, yes,
1: I would like for you to go watch a movie <laughs> this week called Teeth.
2: Teeth. Oh, wait a minute. I, I oh, know what you're yeah.
1: talking about.
2: Yeah, I know what you're talking. I never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I will just put an honorable mention out there that I did pirate the uh, it chapter two. So did I. Did you? Yes. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I couldn't wait to see it. I would have legit. I couldn't either. Didn't you? Didn't you already see it at the theater? No. 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 Oh my gosh, dude. I did No. <laughs> I'm you, bad, you nerd. I'm a bad boy. I was probably the first one I've pirated in a long time, but
3: <laughs> me too. Yeah, so, and, shame
2: on you guys. But <laughs> I will say, I will shame, definitely, shame. I'm definitely buying it on 4K when it comes out because I own the first one uh, you, on 4K. Because you pirated it, you have
1: to buy me a copy as well,
2: <laughs> and then it, everything
1: will be all right in the
2: universe. Yeah, and send Stephen King a check for twenty nine ninety nine.
0: Right.
4: If the world I'll will go the, back in balance, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right.
1: I'm not. I'm just gonna skip you from now on, Keith, because you, <laughs> you and your sex dolls and pirating, hey. you son of a oh, bitch.
4: I, I'm interested in what he has to tell us.
1: <laughs> You're a captain, all right, Captain all right. Pirate, no. Captain Turvy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Shiver timbers
2: this is all, right. all mark he's the one that came up with that name and now he's bringing sex dolls into the conversation <laughs> <And> Sam, <laughs> he's the puppet master folks yeah. all right tammy you got any more
3: yeah
1: okay bring it on
3: <laughs> all right um i'm gonna take it back to the 70s where you know i like to hang out i watched this really good movie on prime it's called home for the holidays Oh
1: yes. yes,
3: Movie with I Sally Field. Have you seen the, it?
1: For the first time last year, because I was, I was seeking out like holiday horror movies that I had never yes, seen.
3: I was too, and I found this. I really liked it. It was really Wait, good. Wait, this is
1: actually a horror film. Yeah. yeah, is that the one with Sally Field?
3: Sally Field and her dad. Brings mm-hmm. the daughters back because he thinks his wife's trying to kill him. And the dog- daughters start getting picked off one by one. And it's yeah. got some pretty oh, wow. good kills in it.
1: It's, it's a made-for-TV horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from back in the early 70s, I believe.
3: But it has a very young Sally Field as a scream queen in there. She, like, and, screams through the whole thing.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, that's the reason why I wanted to watch it. Because I love young Sally Field.
3: She is super cute. Hubba.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Hubba. <laughs> yeah. So well said Burt Reynolds. This was way,
1: way pre-Burt Reynolds. I'll this tell is, you that. Uh, oh, but, this is yeah. like
3: her, like right after Gidget, I think. I mean I it's 72. So none. yeah. Yeah. I, She's I, very young. She looks about 16 in this movie. Yeah. Oh,
1: I mean, damn. It's, it's been it's been a whole year since I watched it. But what did you think? I mean, for, for a made for TV horror movie, I thought it was pretty decent.
3: I would give it like an 8 out of 10 and tell yeah, everyone yeah. to watch it. It's free on Prime. I don't think
1: this has like a Blu ray or DVD release or anything.
3: No, but it's got high ratings on IMDb and somewhere else that I like. It's highly thought of. Yeah. So this was on Amazon? On Prime too, huh? Amazon
4: so it was Prime? Like, uh, Prime? Yeah, yeah, but
3: it's on, uh, it's also on YouTube.
1: Now, oh, don't get it. don't get it, um, mixed up. I think there's, uh, another holiday movie called home for the holidays. This, this is Darren Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, that's a, uh, com- it's a comedy one. Like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, make sure you're watching the one that's you know, from the early seventies, you know, you'll definitely know, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's pretty good. And. I was. Uh, it was not only holiday movies I was looking for. I was looking for uh, like 1970s era, like made-for-TV horror, because uh, I like that kind of stuff.
3: Me too.
1: I do. <laughs> I like watching it because it reminds me of growing up and the yeah. stuff that I was watching. So, uh, yeah. So give that. Definitely, would give that one two thumbs up.
3: Definitely. Watch it. Yep. Uh, Watch it.
4: Scott, back to you. All right. Uh, the next one that I seen. Because I did three movies on Sunday, and I already talked about one of them. And uh, another one that I had not seen before, but Mike Merriman and Mr. Venom and a bunch of others in a chat group were talking about it. But uh, People Bliss. that
1: can't be trusted. Can't be yes. trusted. That <laughs> can't be.
4: But, yeah, I, I seen uh, Bliss, and yeah. that movie, wow. Okay, uh, but, yeah, this is about an... As, pretty much an artist that is struggling to come up with a good idea for this uh, project that she's working on. So she gets convinced into going out and partying and just kind of relaxing for the night and takes a drug called bliss. And the night just goes insane and goes into many, many places that I won't even describe here. But then she pretty much wakes up and, realizes that part of the painting has been done like while she was like all messed up so she continues to do this over and over and over again every single night and gets worse and worse and worse and has a twist that turns it into a different genre that I did not expect or even see coming Mm
0: -hmm.
4: and this movie just blew me away the way it was shot like it was very frenetic and uh, colorful and it was like you were watching uh, a trip, like yep. just straight up. Like it was, and it had like this grindhousey feel to it. And but the one oh. thing I will say to anybody that watches this movie, you will not like any of the characters in this movie. They are all horrible people.
2: Yep, hard and, hard, and, to, and hard, hard to hard to root for anybody. And, and how did you <laughs> yeah. watch that one, Scott? Did you watch it
4: like streaming or Blu-ray? Yep, that one was uh, r- uh, rented on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay, Amazon Prime. All right. I'm gonna jot that, that one down.
2: Yeah.
4: That one this is uh definitely at the moment in my top 5. Yep. I was just blown yeah, away by it. I think it.
1: uh Duncan McLeish uh last one last round table said that was top 5 of the year for him so far. I don't know if it'll be in my top it'll definitely probably be in my top 10. But that yeah, that movie's bonkers,
4: man. Just bonkers yeah I did not expect it to go play the places that it went, and i'm just i'm I'm just sitting there watching it going, well, this is not at all what I was expecting. Holy shit <laughs> yeah
1: exactly, exactly all right, next for me um is another i guess this would be a comedy horror or horror comedy. I'm not sure which one uh I had been kind of putting this on the shelf for months. Because I wasn't sure why it wasn't getting any like um, love or any uh, buzz at all, especially with the cast that it's in. Now, listen, I'm just wanna I wanna tell you who the cast is. Okay, you've got um, Simon Pegg.
4: Um, I know exactly what movie you're talking about.
1: Yeah, you've got um, her name is uh, Hermione, I think she's in. Um, She's in the uh, the movie Rust Creek. Uh, she's in this the the lead uh, character from. You ever watch that uh, show Animal Kingdom on TNT? Pretty good I show. It's like a crime family show. Uh, that guy's in it. Uh, Michael Shannon is in it, uh, and uh, <laughs> it's called Slaughterhouse Rules. Did Did you
4: see this, Scott? I did not. This is one that's been on my list to see, though, because I am a fan of anything, Simon Pegg.
1: Yeah. And and I I put on my Facebook, I said, I'm not sure why this has not been getting any buzz or any love or whatever. And people came back and said, well, because it's not funny and it's not scary. Uh, (laughs) I said, well, number one, comedy is subjective. (laughs) Definitely. I think there were definitely some funny parts in this. But um, scary? I mean, come on. What is scary nowadays? Hardly. And anything. when people
4: use that phrase now, it, uh, I yeah. don't take them seriously.
1: Yeah. Like I was peeing my pants. I was so scared of slaughterhouse rules. You know, no, what I'm looking for is well-made movie, good acting, good story, you know, well done effects. If there's effects in it, all of that. Uh, it's got practical creatures in it and it's set uh, at a high school, like, a a British boarding school, co-ed boarding school that was definitely, um, kind of like made to look like Hogwarts, you know, they, they have different <laughs> nice. houses, they have different houses, four different houses that they're, you know, uh, split up into and, uh, you know, and it basically there's this, uh, uh, group. The, the the head of the school, Michael Shannon has allowed this group to come in and set up this, uh, fracking site and they're tapping into this natural gas. That's down underneath the school or whatever. Well, it awakens something down there. That's living creatures that are down there living. And at the end it goes, it goes crazy. You know, the creatures are there. The students are fighting the creatures. There's some really good gore. There's some, uh, it's all they're They're practical creatures, You know, we, we, we piss, we piss and moan about CGI and stuff. And then we don't support movies that, that try to do something, you know, practically. I I think you'd like this movie. Is this a perfect movie? Is it like, you know, best of the year thing? No, but I enjoyed it a, a lot more than I thought. And I, I went into it with no expectations because I was thinking Simon Pegg in a horror comedy, uh, it must not be any good because it's been out for six months and no one at all has told me to watch it.
4: Yeah. Cause I've heard, I think maybe one podcast talk about it briefly and like a, what they've watched segment, but yeah, I've not heard anyone like just kind of do a full on review or mm-hmm. even see it mentioned on Facebook even.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is, it is what it is. It, 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 it's a story of the students and what's going on there for about an hour. And then it kind of goes, into the the full-on horror so uh, maybe some people didn't have the patience for it to really right. kick in but I like the fact that we got to know these students and like when, when they were attacked like I, I cared about whether someone might die or get hurt or, or whatever uh, and it wasn't just mindless whatever uh, it also has brief appearances by Margot Robbie is it Robbie or Roby? oh I, I love think it's her. Robbie yeah, yeah, that's cool. she's in it. She's in it very briefly, but still she's in it. I uh, love her. There are a lot of good actors in this movie. Uh so just get just give it a shot. It
3: How did you watch it?
1: Oh, uh, it's streaming everywhere. I mean it's it's been out for 6 months.
3: All right. It sounds really good.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean don't get me wrong, don't it's not the second coming of Shaun of the Dead or, or <laughs> which I think like is that. what everyone
4: was expecting or something. No.
1: It's just, to me, it was just a funny, enjoyable, you know, horror comedy. That's just, you know, so kill me if you don't, if you watch it and you don't like it, kill me, sue me. Okay. <laughs> but I enjoyed it and I'll probably buy it on Blu-ray when it comes out. Nice. If it's out, you know, cause, uh, I enjoyed it that much. So, yeah. So there, so there, all righty,
4: uh, we're going to skip Keith because, he's <laughs> Hey, now he's probably I, watching full-blown porn. So we're yeah, just probably. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm he has excited. been
3: awfully quiet. Uh, he's
1: it's, on, on Pornhub or <laughs> or PornTube or some one of those. No, no,
2: no, Actually, I was looking up the because you mentioned Margot Roby Robbie. Uh, Is it Roby Robbie or Robbie? I've, I think I've heard it both ways, but um, I I, I was talking about her earlier because. Uh, I know the same horror, but uh, the next the the standalone Harley Quinn movie, if she was going to be in it, and it looks like it's next year. So anyway, that's all sure. I got to say about that. Yeah, I've seen the trailer
1: for that twice. Birds of Prey. Oh, I didn't know they had a trailer for it. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. they're pushing that bad boy hard. Nice.
2: Sure, they are.
1: Yep. All right, you go back to doing what you were doing. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going
2: to I'm going <laughs> to go watch that trailer now. Yes.
1: Okay, a couple couple more times around the 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 horn here, Tammy. What you got?
3: We're gonna go after this or is this our last one?
1: We'll do uh one more after this.
3: All right. Well then yeah. what I turned Eli off for is I rewatched um that I think it's like a documentary, The Nightmare. Have you guys watched that about sleep paralysis? Oh, and yeah. the shadow I've people? heard of it. That yeah. thing is okay. That thing is scary. Yeah. It is. Um, but yeah, I just I rewatched that for like I mean I haven't watched it in a couple years, but um
1: It was one of Walsh's uh I think it was in his top five of the year it came out. Yeah. Because if you have suffered from sleep paralysis at all, yeah, you, know, you know exactly what <laughs> what goes on. You know, your 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 um body is awake but your brain is not, you know, or your brain is awake but your body's not. You can't move. Uh and then, you know, a lot of times people say they see shadow figures and all that. Yeah. So
3: but it's uh, it, really scary, like, and what's weird is people from all across the globe, different walks of life, are having these same kind of, like, similar experiences, and they don't know each other, or, you know, anything like yeah, that. So, yeah. And I don't know, some of the things that they see, I think, I don't know how you would live like that.
1: Yeah. You know? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Definitely worth a worth a watch if you, uh, number one, if you like documentaries that are creepy. Yep. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right. My last time through. Everyone else can go oh, another time. You, you skipped me.
4: Did I? Yep. No. No, <laughs> forget, like Tammy than me. Forget you, Scott. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> okay, Scott. Go ahead. Uh well. Uh the other one that I had watched recently was uh Crawl, oh, the yeah. uh Alligator movie, and it's speaking about talking about how you're saying creatures and CGI. Oh boy, there is a ton of that in this movie, but at yeah. the same time, I really didn't care this was yeah. highly entertaining and it was fun if, yeah it was even more violent than i expected it to be even
3: oh, i, I
2: had to give it a second watch because the first time i watched it i got bored with it but i'm, I'm gonna give it another try
3: i'm picturing a made for sci-fi movie is it better than that oh
4: it's much yes. better than that okay. yeah it's got a huge budget and uh because who was it uh alexander aja yep 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 so and uh man he he did one of my favorite remakes of all times which is uh, Piranha. I just absolutely yeah. love that cheesy movie. He also did the
2: remake of Hills Have Eyes which is
4: which is also very really very, very
2: underrated. Am I wrong or was Sam Raimi a, a producer on that too
4: or am I wrong about that? I believe That's he was. Yeah. He might have been. He might have yeah. been. But yeah, this one like I know a lot of people already know about this movie being a big blockbuster film but it was like but yeah, I finally decided to sit down and watch it and I pretty much went in wanting a cheesy or not cheesy, but like a, just a straight up creature feature movie and, or a nature run muck movie. And that's exactly what I got. It's just a lot of fun. There are definitely some like issues and just kind of a uh, cheesy hokiness to the point that like the beginning where the dad's teaching the daughter, like yeah. be the alpha predator. I'm like, okay, I, I can see where this is going already. Yeah. <laughs> but,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah there there was a, a certain
2: <laughs> you
1: know little phrase that he he taught her or whatever, and that she used at the end. and I was like, please, that allegory would bite you in half. It was swim right. for a
2: swim no, yeah, no. yeah <laughs>
1: but but yeah, it was my wife and I saw that at the theater uh, when it came out, and it was exactly what y- you think it should be. just cheesy, good fun. yeah,
0: it's exactly. just fun.
1: Don't go in expecting an Oscar winner. Go in expecting. I want to be entertained. It, it needs to be good. And and don't get me wrong, the acting is good. A- everything about yeah. the movie uh. is is very solid,
4: very solid. Heck, even uh, even the CGI is good. Except for like the hurricane weather outside, you could definitely tell it was CG. Yeah. Yep. But that like the alligators looked really
1: freaking cool. Yeah. I mean, come on, these guys are such posers. Why didn't they just? Uh, Uh, film during a hurricane, (laughs) right? You know, seriously, like what was (laughs) this? Well, that's what I would do. Like I'm dedicated to my craft and and I'm going to die making this movie. (laughs) I would wait until there was a hurricane and then I would film.
2: And and before I forget, Mark, you mentioned that you watched Tammy's uh, movie at the beginning. Don't forget about that now.
1: (gasps) Okay, I will. Okay, all right. <laughs> just like, it's
2: just Tammy's at, like <laughs> at the guy for Just a sorry. friendly reminder.
1: <laughs> I tried to suck in and do like a Tammy, <gasps> and then it made me cough. So <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. it did. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> all right. Here's uh, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second, because uh, this will be my last time through. Um, this is Mark Nader's pile of crap. <laughs> okay. Oh. Every, every Uh-oh. week. Uh, I watch enough movies that usually can just throw a few movies on the pile of crap. I, I always say, uh, if you listen to this podcast at all, or you follow me on Facebook, you, uh, you, you know, that I say always watch everything for yourself. Never just take somebody's word that a movie's <laughs> not good or whatever. Cause you just never know.
2: That goes for uh, everything.
1: Yeah. Everything. Um, but, um, these are ones that I would say to me, are just or they're something that can go on a pile of crap, and you you watch them at your own risk. Okay, I'm serious. I I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't watch them because
2: everything except this one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes.
1: Um, the first one is called uh, Pickaxe. And and God bless, God bless America, <laughs> that that if you are someone who loves slasher movies, you can get your friends together and you can pay Tiffany Shepis $5,000 for the day and you can make a, a pickaxe horror movie slasher.
4: And yeah, that's that's just
1: all all, I got to say.
4: All I got to ask is, is it better than Pitchfork from like last year, or the year before,
1: you know, I don't remember. Uh, I'm, I know I saw Pitchfork.
4: <laughs> that was one of my most hated films of that year.
1: It, it might be right on that same level, but I, I oh, uh, honestly, I honestly blocked from my mind. <laughs> Pitchfork probably.
4: <laughs> uh, There's a good reason for that.
1: I, I would say this. <laughs> Uh, this is hard for me to say. I think I would rather watch muck again. <laughs> oh, oh than no. than pickaxe and muck is what we at the horror cast uh, deem to be one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> well, there's
4: the muck award. <laughs> yeah.
1: The golden muck.
2: Uh,
1: this one is definitely in consideration, uh,
2: for golden muck, wow. as, which is just an, just an upcoming horror the episode, just as
1: the bye-bye man <laughs> won the golden muck a couple years ago. Uh, we had swamp ape
2: uh, <laughs>
1: was, uh, was a golden muck award winner. You know, I, I don't know, man. I, I hate to I don't, I don't want to just crap on something that somebody, uh, made, but I, I will tell you this and this, Oh God, forgive me. <laughs> God forgive me for what I'm about to do.'m I'm, 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 Go I'm gonna out myself. <laughs> I was friends with the director on Facebook. and uh, I had to unfriend him. Yes. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I had to unfriend him so I could be like honest about the movie, you know, oh. without him like, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I really don't. Oh, um no. Because and, and Mark
2: I, wanted to be in Pickaxe, too, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it's just look the way it is, man, it I understand everyone who loves horror thinks they can make a slasher movie. and uh, you can't no, you can't. I mean, there's a there's a reason why uh, you know the good slashers stand out. Uh, because they're, they're for the most part, the, the really good ones are are, are well acted and they have a good story and and they have good effects. And, and yeah, it's just not, it's, it's more than just putting some dude in a mask and, and having some, some chicks take their tops off and then, and then like throwing blood at the screen. That's not gore. All right. There goes that script.
0: Yeah, That's a <laughs> <just Sorry>. <laughs> 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 Uh
1: so, but, <laughs> and somebody asked me, so <laughs> Tiffany Sheppis couldn't even save it? And I and I was like, you know, well she wasn't really in it all that much, but no. I mean I That's uh, a shame. Yeah. I mean, give it a watch, but you know, some people love the the cheesiness or the like, like, like for instance, I just watched for the first time ever last night, slaughter high.
4: Wow. Oh, yep.
1: Have you ever seen that?
4: Yeah,
1: I did. That is absolute. That is absolute cheese. (laughs) Oh, it really is. It is so cheesy. We're talking about, um, (laughs) I was, I was posting on Facebook last night. Questions. I had, (laughs) about <laughs> Slaughter High. Like, as I was watching, I was like, okay, so you see your boyfriend get gutted. His intestines are coming out and you get a little blood on you. So what's the first thing you do? You go to the next room and you find a bathtub and you strip naked and you and take yep. a bath. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, since when is this an escape plan? I'm going to fix this lawnmower and we're going to try to ram the lawnmower into the door so we can get out. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. I know it's because they want the guy under the lawnmower so they can do the kill with the spinning lawnmower, but, Honestly, seriously, years Johnny dear, <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? I had fun with that movie, yeah. I had fun with it. It was just absolute cheese. The acting was goofy, uh, it was like completely implausible, but it was fun. Pickaxe had none of that,
4: it had and none. I guess of- probably tried to be cheesy, yeah. Yeah, so Is there's he- a
1: difference between being cheesy. And just being bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. Th- there's a difference. And I know it's a fine line, maybe. I don't know. But I, I'm, yeah, whatever. Let's move on from Pickaxe. My last one mm-hmm. um, in my Mark Nato's pile of crap <clears throat> is a movie called The Tormented. And it's about me who had to sit and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> there you nice. Go. Uh-huh. All <laughs> right. Let's. uh, uh, let's skip right over Keith. No, I'm just kidding. Anything else to add, Keith?
2: Uh just wanna add that speak no, now I'm or forever kidding. hold your <laughs> I, I just want to add that uh wanna hear about that movie that Tammy watched. That did you watch it? The the Bigfoot one? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I was supposed to say something. Yeah. Um Tammy got mm-hmm. made fun of a little bit last
3: Oh yeah, a little bit.
1: We we were just joshing <laughs> with you. Mm-hmm. We 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 really were. Oh, uh, that's she okay, saw these I've, movies. I've, I've gotten
3: a lot out of the therapy that I've been getting for myself. <laughs> Very <laughs> good,
2: you Tammy. I, 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 have, I, I, I have you know, I have been on the look for s- some what we call the satch. <laughs> <Touch. laughs> satch.
3: Okay, here Not we go right again. <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah.
2: I did see a sticker on the back of the car. That's the only sighting I've seen so yeah. far. So. But we they run.
1: were called missing four one one.
2: Yes, that was it.
1: And then the second one was missing four one one. The hunted. Yep. Yeah, and they're documentaries about the first one is about uh, children going missing, like five very very similar uh, stories of kids going missing, like basically into thin air, uh, and all of them in like state parks. And then the the second one is about uh, kind of the same thing, but hunters. Going missing so this is real stuff that has happened documented cases or whatever and and it is it is kind of creepy now Um, tammy, I did not watch the second one yet Uh, which you said was better than the first one. Yes, but uh, but I enjoyed the first one. Yeah Uh, uh, You know It it is something that makes you uneasy and makes you kind of think of like What the heck happened? Like what what is going on like how literally people vanishing into thin air. Yes. Um, And like, I don't don't get it. I don't get it.
3: (laughs) Well, that's why the hunter one is even better because these are like people that know what they're doing. They have survival things with them. And there is one little part in the hunted where these guys would go up to like their hunting camp every year. This kept happening. They just kept having weird encounters. And so one day, this was real, like, late 70s. They put, like, a recording device out. And whatever it is that they catch on there, I don't know. When you hear it, it, like, hurts your brain. It's like, I don't know what you would think. Was, like Was it something person. like this? <clears throat> oh. <laughs> 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 I'm done. I'm I'm
1: done. Not <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I get you. I haven't watched that yet, so don't ruin it for me. I'm going to watch it this week. I will But yeah, uh, you know, I was just messing with you last week. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I definitely recommend it. And and some people, this would be more frightening than than a horror movie mm-hmm. because it's real stuff. You know, it's real stuff that's unexplained, and um, you know, it just kind of makes your brain hurt sometimes. Mm-hmm thinking like, what, I mean, is it aliens? You know, is it, is it a serial killer? That's just so good that
2: it's, it's Bill Cosby.
4: Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) My name is Bill Cosby
1: and I'm here to kidnap you and rule for you. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, so I would recommend both of those movies, even though I haven't seen the second one yet, I'm going to watch that and I'll get back to you on that. But, uh,
3: I'm glad you watched it.
1: Yeah. Hey, anytime that you're, you're naming off these movies that I'd never heard of and and they've got really good, like IMDB or rotten Tomatoes scores. I'm like, where did this come from? Usually a movie I've never seen or heard of has like a (laughs) 3.6 out of 10 and it's not worth it, but,
3: well, I mean, yeah. I guess it's not technically horror, but I think it's horrifying.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially the first one when you're talking about little kids. Yeah. You know, little kids. Uh, it's it's tough when you hear about things happening to little kids. Yeah. So, all right. Um, so, again, Keith, anything of... of uh,
2: Importance that you need to
1: say You're before we dead horse
4: here, Mister.
2: Before we skip you. Yeah, you have my permission to skip me. All right, Uh Taminator. Although I would like to say, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm getting ready
1: to hang up. All right, uh, Taminator.
3: All right. Um, I just I mentioned it last time I was on, but if I'm still totally into the Castle Rock, if anybody hasn't watched that, like man, that's good. And it's just getting gooder. I don't know if gooder is a word, but yeah.
1: It is not. It is not. But, <laughs> it but, is uh, not. For the, for the purposes of this better. podcast, we will allow it. No, uh, no. I have not watched good. it yet. I haven't watched it yet, but one. I need to.
3: It's kind of starting to go is off the it, rails. It, but it's is, it all,
1: is it all about um, Annie Wilkes?
3: No, it has stopped being about Annie Wilkes. Well, I, she's going to have a purpose at the end. I don't want to uh, give it away, but they've brought in like, you know, the Mar. have, you seen Salem's lot. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. So they've, they've brought in the Marston house now and it's going to oh, start cool. to play a role. So, I've heard
1: that they're going to do a, a separate series about Annie Wilkes.
3: If That's it's what anything, I heard. Like, yeah, I mean, it, that could definitely be its own show. But the series has kind of started branching off into several other um, Stephen King stories, which I guess is thus the know, like the Castle Rock. The idea, that it's all encompassing of all of his world. But um, yeah, it's kind of backed off her a little and kind of gone in a little bit different of a direction. And it's just really, really, really good. It's the best thing I've seen in a long time. Oh,
0: wow.
3: Yeah, yeah. really yeah. good. And then just one more movie I saw that isn't it wasn't really horror, but it has some horror elements was um, Bad Times at the El Royale. Mm-hmm. Anybody yep. seen it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I saw, I saw really it when good. it first came out.
3: Yeah, I thought that was really good. Yes. And I mean, it's definitely got some gore in it, and it's got a good story. Is a so, good. Um, yeah, that's a, and I've been and watching a lot is of Is that sp- you
1: movies. and your sex doll? What are you trying to say?
3: <laughs> no, I'm not
2: talking to Barbara. I'm talking to Danny right now. <laughs> I, I I do own that in my digital library. It's a good movie.
3: It's kind of um uh, Quentin Tarantino ish, I would say. I that's what the trailer looked like. hmm That's mm-hmm. very good. I I just
2: I thought it was gonna be a comedy when I first saw that trailer for that and
3: when it finally came not, out.
2: No, yeah. not at all.
3: Not at all. It was very good. <laughs> so I would recommend that. Um yeah, that's it for me, really.
1: And I heard that the uh uh, Any um, new series, the tagline is, you better watch this cock a series. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> you
3: dirty bird. <laughs>
2: dirty bird.
3: <laughs> now, Captain Creepy is a dirty bird.
2: Oh, hey, <laughs> why do I get pigeonholed
4: into this? Produced
1: by Wrong Way Penguin Studios. <laughs> Did you get that one? Wrong way penguin? Anybody?
4: Uh, I didn't get that one.
1: <laughs> that's when he knocks over the little penguin. When he, oh, he, okay. Yep. That's how she knows he was out.
3: Oh, oh I get it. penguin
1: always faces due north. <laughs> you crazy
2: bitch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she
1: was crazy. Anyway.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: All right. It's Scott, in the water what else you got? Just, just uh If you got
4: more than one, just lay them out. Alright, yeah, these ones have been brought up before on the the round table, so I will just go through them quickly, but I finally watched the remake for Child's Play, which I was skeptical about until I heard about uh, Mark Hamill playing the voice of Chucky, which was like, all right, I gotta see this, and then seeing everybody that I trust uh, saying that it actually was pretty good, I still have the issue of... Chucky being is ugly as sin, because dear God, that doll is hideous as all hell. Yes, and i I, I don't get what kid in, in the right mind would want that as a toy. But mm-hmm. besides that, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Just mm-hmm. Mark Hamill did a great job, and his buddy song at the end was fantastic yeah. and creepy. <laughs> it was. It was and, well made, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I love the direction they went with it. It was completely unexpected what like from what i was thinking it was going to be Yep. Uh, and then the other one that i watched i checked out per a recommendation through you mark data when you had wrote a rev- uh, one of your mini reviews on facebook about it but the furies yep and yeah I, I had a blast with that movie too just it was hyper violent and really had a unique uh story going on there and that especially towards the end when you realize that it's definitely more than what it was what it was seeming to be yep and the different killers throughout the movie were all freaking creepy in one way or another and did, i think you e-
1: was it me or that one killer that had that mask with all the holes in it you know what i'm talking about yeah you ever seen that on like facebook when people have that fear of holes yes like i was thinking that trick the phobia or something i was like that has to be what they're going for because it looks just like that it was it was gross
4: yeah that one was gross and then there was the one that i think was kind of a nod to uh the killer from stage fright with the owl mask yes yep but yeah i love the whole killers being tied to certain characters and whatnot yep and just the hyper violent of this movie it was like holy crap <laughs> but yes had a, I had a blast with that one and then the last movie I'll to b- talk about is this is I rewatched it was a rewatch for me but I had to see if it's still going to be sitting at my number one and at yet yeah, it's going to be hard to push this movie out of the way and that's midsummer yep did you watch the I, director's cut I did and I all three hours of that movie and did, I did,
1: loved every minute of it did you I enjoyed the director's cut more than the theatrical cut. Did you? I did too.
4: Yeah. Cause for one, it actually, uh, kind of explained a little more what happened to that French woman. Yep. Yep. Like, I mean, it didn't show anything, but like it kind of like towards the end, when you see it, it kind of ties everything in and you're going, Oh, that's what happened to her. Yep.
1: Yeah. And it also shows a little bit more, um, like at the beginning. Um, yes you know, about, uh, you know, kind of what happened to her family and, and uh, I just, it's just little, little things that it all added up that, that I thought just made it a, a, a more complete movie. So, and, that's yeah, why and it was,
4: it's just yeah. like, it was just like hereditary with me where like the second and multiple watches after this, like I'm watching more of what's going on in the background more than I am what's in the forefront. And Yep, like especially after seeing the article on Bloody Disgusting about like the faces hidden in the trees and all this stuff. So I was trying to capture, trying to cap, yeah. uh, see those. And I caught a couple of them, and it just adds that extra eeriness to this like bright and colorful movie that doesn't seem like it should be a horror film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. It was really good.
4: Yeah. And it's going to be hard to top, uh, hard to top for the rest of the year for me for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, and it's in my top. Um, I think my top six right now, I'm not, sure. Sh- you know, I haven't really put all those in order except for, uh, to me, I don't, I don't think uh, anything can beat Dr. Sleep yet, but I'm, I'm not sure. That's just, you know,
4: that's yeah, just I'm me. excited. If Dr. Sleep pushes Midsummer out of the way, then holy crap, that that'll blow my mind.
1: Yeah. I mean, two really different movies, but, uh, they're, they're both phenomenal. So, all right, Taminator. What else got left?
3: That's it. That was it for me.
1: That was it for you?
3: Yep.
1: All right. Well, that was it for me as well. That's going to do it for this episode of the Rotten Roundtable. table. want to thank my co host for spending the evening chatting horror with me. It's been fun. Uh, these are always fun. And um, uh, Scott, uh, tell us uh, where we can find you on the internet.
4: All right. For uh, right now, we are still the podcast by the cemetery, though we tim one of the co-hosts and i are actually going to be veering off and doing just a straight up movie podcast uh it's going to cover all genres and we're going to call it the movie closet Mm -hmm. um not sure exactly when that's going to be uh coming out but we are planning on doing it hopefully by next year we'll start releasing episodes on that and uh but yeah for now you can check us out at the podcast by the cemetery on the legion pod uh legion network um we have our Facebook page, the podcast by the cemetery, and you can also find me on pophorror.com where I do my video game and horror movie reviews. And I'm right now in the middle of doing a retro review for, uh, let sleeping corpses lie. Cause I believe it was its 40 year anniversary this year. Cool. And, uh, then yeah, you can also find me at Facebook at Scott Crawford. Very nice. What about you? Uh,
1: Captain Creepy.
2: Well, as always on this podcast, The Horror Cast, uh, also old episodes of Rad Radio with my other co host that you're hearing on here on this future, at least a reunion show. And you can also email me at The Horror Cap, that's K A P at the end there, at gmail.com. All right, Terminator.
3: Mm-hmm. Who knows? i will pop up next. <laughs> <But> you can, <laughs> you can always knows. find me at, yeah. Who knows? Whoever asked me, you can always find me on Facebook.
1: She's well, elusive I mean, like the thatch. Well, will tell you, Taminator, just like the thatch. <laughs> next week, you can come back, Taminator. We're gonna be uh, reviewing the really, really scary movie. I'm gonna get you, sucker. uh, It's a great movie, though. I I love (laughs) it. I'm just getting tired now. (laughs) All right. Yeah. And and speaking of Rad Radio, um, all of the Rad Radio episodes will be available on um, uh, the the podcasting sites very soon. And then, uh, yeah, we might um, in the the new year might be uh, doing some 80s movies again. I'm telling you, uh, I haven't watched as many horror movies lately because I've been on an 80s kick. Guess what I watched yesterday? Say anything? Tough no, Turf? No, Blind
3: Date. Did you finally watch Blind Date? Mm-hmm.
1: No, no. <laughs> I watched Tough Turf.
3: Ooh. <laughs> you ever see that? Yes, I've seen it. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: A couple weeks ago, I for the first time ever, I watched um, um, Sean Cunningham's The New Kids. Oh, wow. Come on, guys. Have you ever seen that?
4: No, I seen th- that a long time ago.
1: That's uh wow. Lori Laughlin is in there. Uh-oh.
4: Uh,
1: looking, <laughs> looking mighty fine, mighty fine. And I'm sorry. They're going to put her in jail. Yep. But, um, <laughs> and then, uh, I also watched, um, uh, a really goofy, um, uh, John Cusack movie that I'm sure a lot of you will have seen called better off dead it is one oh, of my all time favorite so movies.
3: Good. And I
1: was like, this movie is so trippy. There's like, I love it. Cheeseburgers is the first cheeseburgers. You've thing. ever seen it. Yes. Oh, oh
3: that. God. On, that's an all time.
1: Yeah, yes. well,
3: yeah. it was.
1: I was like, what has this director done since? Because this guy is out there.
3: He
2: also did one crazy summer too.
1: Didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to fill in the gaps to, um, some of the movies that I, I, I never saw cause I, I wasn't more, I don't think that one was more like right in the, um, like the real popular movie. These are kind of like the Fringer movies, you know? And I and it I never was saw a big renter. Yeah. Like,
3: and it was on cable a lot.
1: Yeah. And I didn't have cable. I was, I was poor white trash. He had unpremium cable. That's right. That's right. All <laughs> that's right. Called- well, we're, getting, we're getting off topic here. Our, <laughs> this our, is the longest album. motto we've is had. all killer, no filler. And here I'm talking about daggling eighties <laughs> movies. So we're going to stop <laughs> it right now. Uh so <laughs> that's right. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the horror kiss rotten round table, where we're all killer, no filler. Stay scared.